Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're pressing on the Gospel of Mark. Mark has 16 chapters, and we're beginning with chapter 14 today. First word, first verse says, now. Hey, N-O-W, now. So uh, Mark is pushing the narrative on from where we had been reading in the 13th chapter and what Jesus had been saying in what we call the Olivet Discourse. It also gives us a tremendous insight into the timing. So listen to what the first verse says. Now the Passover and unleavened bread were two days away. So let me stop right there. And this is one of these uh, thematic things that goes through a lot of the podcast we do, one of these undercurrents, shall we say, because I think it's so important. And the reason I think it's important is, yes, uh, due to the facts and due to the truth that you see in the Scripture, but also is this. If we can't rightly and accurately handle the word of truth uh, on a simple subject matter about what I'm about to speak here right here a little bit, then why in the world would the world trust us with things of more substantive issues? Okay? At the time of uh, this recording right now, we are about a, uh, what, about a month out from what the uh, church calls the celebration of Easter. Now, y'all know I'm one of those guys, <clears throat> what you see over when Paul was writing to the church at Corinth. He says, some people say that one day is more important than another. Then uh, other people will say that uh, all days are the same. I'm definitely an all day are the samer. Okay, I believe that we celebrate Easter, and I don't even like to use that term because it's actually a, a term that's derived from a pagan type thing. We celebrate the resurrection with every breath we take, folks. We are literally the very presence and manifestation of the Most High God into this world. Okay. Uh, it's, it's okay to remember certain things that occur and all that kind of stuff, I understand. But what we do now in the Western world, in the Western church, uh, with, with these days, uh, really undermines what the Scripture says. Well, I'll, I'll stop with that. But right here, what we learned is that Passover and the unleavened bread were two days away. Now, remember, the Passover and unleavened bread were two of the seven feasts that the Lord gave to Israel that they were celebrating. Passover was to be celebrated on the 14th day of Nisan, or a bib, a non, the sign of bib, or, the, or months, names for month. And then unleavened bread began on the 15th day of the sign. Okay? Passover was one day. Unleavened bread began on the 15th and lasted seven days. And the first day of unleavened bread, the 15th, was a high holy day, a Sabbath day. And then the last day was a high holy day. And during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, they did not eat any leavened bread. <laughs> Therefore, the name, right? And so what we're learning right here is just a backdrop to what's going on, but it's really very, very important to understand what happened in these final days of Jesus' life. And then from our perspective, to understand really what day they occurred on. You know, we celebrate what is called Good Friday, or some people call it Black Friday. And nowadays, that Black Friday term has sort of been co-opted by the shopping day after Thanksgiving, right? And so... uh but anyway, you know, we celebrate Good Friday, but that's really not accurate. It's really not 
it wasn't on Friday. Jesus did not die on Friday. We know this stuff. When we look what the scripture says, he was killed on what we would call Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock, the 14th day of the sun. And then when the sun went down, because he's a sacrificial lamb, right? He's the Passover lamb. Jesus is our Passover lamb. Well, I think Hebrew says that. Uh, when the sun went down, it became the 15th day of the sun. And they sat down and they ate that meal that they prepared on the Passover day. As a matter of fact, the Jews call it in other gospels the day of preparation. So it says the Passover and unleavened bread were two days away. Now what happened was by this time, uh, Passover and unleavened bread were just used synonymously. Like we do with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. We just say the holidays. Okay? So Passover is on the 14th day. And unleavened bread was on the 15th day. When you read the Gospels and you see this, pay real close attention to this. And it will give you tremendous insight in some things. So here we go. It's two days away, Passover and unleavened bread. So that means that the 14th day is two days away. So that, that means that this is the 10th day or, or maybe the 11th day. It depends on how they were counting this. And here's what was going on, verse 1. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to seize Jesus by stealth and kill him. Well, <laughs> this is not very subtle, is it? No, they were now so put up, put out with him. Uh, remember what he had done, according to Matthew, Matthew 23, that woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites, right? And that was it. And they were tired with it. They, they didn't want to deal with him anymore. And they wanted to kill him, and they wanted to seize him by stealth. Well, why would they want to seize him by stealth, by secret, you know? You know, if he had proclaimed heresy, if he was doing all the things that they hated, could they not just do it forthrightly and use him as an example before the people? No, verse 2, the finishing of the sentence tells us this. Okay, the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to seize him by stealth and kill him, for they were saying, not during the festival, otherwise there might be a riot of the people. And you see this where the religious rulers are, really all through Scripture, okay? particularly in the time of Jesus right here, dealing with Jesus. They were scared of the people. They were terrified of the people. <clears throat> and the same applies even to the church today. So many people, uh, some, let me put it this way, so many uh, leaders do not make decisions based upon the Word of God. Do not make decisions based upon the Word and the Spirit. Do not make decisions based upon the Word and the Spirit and good God-fearing counsel of the plurality of the leadership within that portion of the body of Christ, they are driven rather by the people. And they're driven by fear of the people. Okay, they're, they're just driven by the fear of the people. What will the people think? What will the people do? And this is the same thing. They knew here that the people would riot if they seized Jesus and they killed him. Now, what does that tell you? If they knew that the people would do this, and they said, we're not going to do it during the festival. You actually see them, uh, the religious rulers saying this to, I believe it was Pilate later on, uh, say, no, we don't want to do this right now uh, because it's the, the holidays. <laughs> you know? and, then, and even bringing him before Pilate, they set it up in such a way to where they could be, remain pure. Uh, for instance, they didn't go into Pilate's house. They made Pilate come out to see them. Uh, because it was the Feast of Passover, and they didn't want to be impure before they celebrated the feast. They didn't mind seizing somebody stealthily. They didn't mind killing somebody. That was no problem. But they sure didn't want to hang around that pagan guy before the Passover. 
Yeah, Kate, okay, you're, you're right. You're right. Is that not hypocritical? Yeah. And, and let me tell you what, that's sort of the way it is in the world of religious people. Same type of thing. So I just want to look at these first two verses for today because I want to set the background for what's about to happen and what's going on. The Passover and unleavened bread are coming up. Jesus had already come in to Jerusalem. Okay, he's left. He goes in and goes out. You know, he goes up to Bethany, spends the night, he comes back in, this kind of thing. The religious rulers now are trying to figure out a way to secretly arrest him and kill him. And they're motivated by the fact, let's not do it during the festival. Otherwise, there might be a riot of the people. Last thought here. Apparently, it never crossed their mind. Let's not do this during the festival because it might not be displeasing to God. I mean... I say it right. It might be displeasing to God. It might not be pleasing to God. In other words, it never crossed their mind that uh, God wanted them to do something. As a matter of fact, they probably thought they were doing the work and the deed of God because their minds were so uh, clouded with the spirit of religion. Anyway, we'll press on after this. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next episode.